0: bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places and things to do. Now now Here's Rebecca
1: Good afternoon Super Talk Mississippi. We're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Good Things wants to remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out a little more. Now, before all of us ladies pick out our wedding dresses, we first pick out our prom dresses, and that season is right around the corner. But it can be a daunting task for some young women due to financial constraints or maybe some other roadblocks in the way. But that's all changing, at least in Startful. Joining us today on Good Things is Miss Amy Reagan. She is the chairwoman of the Straightened Crown Foundation in Startful. Hey, Amy. Hi, how are you? I am doing well and I'm excited to have you here. It's hard to believe that you know families will be thinking about prom, but I know homecoming's the big thing right now and before we know it, it will definitely be, be, be prom season. But you are oh, yeah. setting out to make these fairy tale memories for young women in Mississippi. So how did
2: the Straightened Crown Foundation get evolved? Well, um basically my daughter and I um have been praying for Several years uh, just for an avenue for God to use us, um, you know, with the talents and um, things that He's blessed us with. And we've just been searching and not really sure what He'd have us do, just always available. And um, one day we were cleaning out K- Caterham's closet. That's my daughter. And she has about 10 formals, short and long, that she had collected throughout high school, you know, homecoming and pageants and the um, uh, prom. And we didn't know what to do with them. And we kept trying to sell them online. And I guess dresses are pretty plentiful where trying to sell them is concerned. and so we weren't successful at that. And, um you know, I was like, I wish we could donate these to a foundation somewhere, an organization that would help give these dresses out to girls who need them. And so we looked and looked and couldn't really find anything close by like that. And we just suddenly looked at each other and were like, you know, why can't we do that? Right here in Starkville, this is a college town. There's lots of um, options for people that have gowns that they probably need to do something with. So that's kind of how it started.
1: And then you know when it's a God thing because you have an idea, you step out, Amy, you you know, you know put the first foot out there, and then you just get such a positive response. You're like, wow, okay, I've really hit on something here that people are interested in and wanting to be a part of. So this, this caught wind pretty fast, huh?
2: Uh, Very fast. I was blown away. You know, um, in my prayer one morning, I told God, I said, you know, you're going to have to do this because I'm not very well connected um, in the town of Starkville. I love Starkville, but I'm just not very out there. Um, You're going to have to make this happen if it's going to happen. So uh, we began kind of posting on a little Facebook page and kind of got everything as far as registering the business name as a nonprofit and just kind of just little bit by little bit got our, our word out just through friends and family. And uh we just, before we know it, had people contacting us left and right, wanting to donate gowns. And, um you know, we were thrilled at the thought of getting gowns and thought, you know, at the very most they'll be sort of, uh, you know, kind of thrift store quality, but absolutely not. We've been blown away by the quality of dresses that people have been donating to us. It's just beyond our comprehension. Um These girls are just going to be blessed, so, so blessed this spring.
1: Now, I know that the Straight and Crown has not gone through an actual prom season yet. I mean, Amy, you are just off the wagon, so to speak, of uh, getting everything up and sort of running, which I think is amazing because you've already gotten such great uh, publicity and traction online on what you're doing because there is a gap there for young women who want to go to prom but maybe can't afford all of the looks um, that are out there for a variety of different reasons. And you can think what you want of that. It's just cool that there's other people willing to provide, you know, Dresses that are just collecting dust in their closet for other girls to have the opportunity to have that same joy. So what are your forecasting? Like, what are you thinking of how it will work? Will there be, you know, do they have to fill out a, uh, go through an application process? Because I feel like you're going to have more than you think um, interested in in your gowns by the time prom season gets here, Amy.
2: We didn't want to make it very complicated. We wanted to leave it up to the Lord to uh, lead girls to us. Uh, We don't want to be, you know, we don't want to ask too many detailed questions. If the child comes to us and they're in need, we consider that all we need to know. Uh, There's a questionnaire on our website, thestraightandcrown.com, and you can just click to the right. There's four little buttons, and one of them is, um, I can't remember exactly what it's titled. I don't have the website open in front of me, but it's basically like make an appointment here. Um, And they click on that. And it's just a short questionnaire. All they have to do is be a graduating senior, uh, be in need of a dress, and just give us their, you know, where they're located, and the day they would prefer to come uh, be fitted. We're going to try to fit during prom season, um, February through May, or until people stop contacting us. We'll try to fit them like Thursday evenings, Friday evenings, all day Saturday, and Sunday afternoon. So whatever they prefer, we'll just call them back with a scheduled appointment. We'd like to, um, you know, instead of having girls just pour in and pick out, we want to take the time uh, to schedule an appointment with them, you know, similar to when you would get yeah. your wedding gown. And um, what their needs and desires are and help fit them. That way we can minister to them on a personal level as well. You know, how can we pray for you um, you know, is there a Another way you need ministering to, just a very personal experience is what we were really aiming for with these girls.
1: Well, and I think you're on uh, on to something good. And two, with all of your free time, Amy, you also are a seasoned uh, seamstress. I, I read at least. I said that like I know, <laughs> but I do have a dress. If you got some time, no, but you'll be able to provide that uh, service as well to the young ladies because that's also part of the process of finding those formals to fit sort of just right. Is you know getting them tailor made. Um, for yourself.
2: Yes. I'm a, I'm a third generation seamstress. Actually, my grandmother taught my mother and my mother taught me. Um, and I worked in a formal shop when I was about 16 years old for a, a season. And so I really, God, I guess has been preparing us for this for a while now, <laughs> but yeah, I'll be able to tailor, uh, you know, him, take up, fix, fix anything. I like get people want to donate dresses that have a little bit of an issue, you know, beads are missing. Uh, this zipper
1: all the things that come with formal dresses whenever you're out and about and sort of wearing them. And I'm sure that the ladies will probably return the dresses and I know Amy also has big plans for extending the straightened crown out past just prom season to other women in the community that might want to have a night out where they look a little fashion forward or having a little bit of fun. And we were having a little bit of technical difficulties, but Amy, you are back with us. So you have a vision beyond on just prom for these particular dresses <laughs> share with us on good things maybe where do you see it also helping women in the startful community
2: okay well you know this is one of those god things um i have been contacted by a half dozen or more um recovery centers for women either from a, abuse or addiction or um you know just just where women have uh found themselves in positions where uh, they feel less than than wonderful about their life choices or their circumstances or themselves, and these um, people are contacting us, uh, none of them aware that the other has been contacting us, by the way, Uh, celebration. Where we'll bring a couple of gowns out to them. Let the ladies try them on. Uh, My daughter is actually, uh, works at Restoration Salon. She does hair and makeup. And, uh, she would go along with some of the ladies from there, um, and kind of pamper the ladies for an evening and, uh, just help lift their spirits and help remind them that they are, uh, you know, loved and worthy of, uh, loving themselves. Um you know, we want to you know, I was like, well, we have nine months out of the year that isn't prom season, so why why could we not do that? um, you know, they'd wear the gown for the evening, of course, and give it back to us um i i it cut out a little bit while ago, but I think you were asking if the ladies got to keep the gowns, the prom uh dresses for the youth seniors.
1: You ask I, I didn't, or I implied that I felt oh, like they okay. would return them back, just like if you were to maybe rent a dress or rent a formal.
2: Actually, we are going to let the young ladies keep each gown that they receive. All right. Uh, that way they have it to try and sell themselves for money to help towards college or pass on to a friend or family member that might, you know, be in need in the future. Uh, so that will be given to them you know, free and clear after their appointment with us.
1: That is pretty cool, Amy. Okay, and if somebody wants to donate or get more involved with the Straight and Crown there in Startful, where do they do that? They can go
2: to the website, thestraightandcrown.com and find out all they need to know about uh, how to make an appointment, how to get involved, or, you know, sort of what we represent, how it works. Uh, I also have a Facebook page, Straight and Crown, um, and they can just email us at the thestraightencrown at com. and I'm available to answer questions, just talk with anyone who, uh, you know, just is more interested.
1: All righty. Well, Amy, I appreciate your time here on Good Things and what you're doing, but stick with us, you guys. we got more for you coming up next.
3: Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our health care system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare care heroes. You, too, can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Health Care Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic
4: training. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf shrimp special $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of
0: Mississippi. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
6: I woke up today and the world felt heavy So I grabbed my keys and I went for a drive Followed some county road wherever it led me past Fell on the porch in a Texaco sign
1: There's a lot of good things to do in Mississippi. Make sure you take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org and find out some more. Coming up on Friday, you're going to have Middays with Gerard Gibbert and Sports Talk Mississippi in Starkville. They will be talking about the incredible things happening in Starkville, including new businesses, creating new jobs, plus great events. So that's Middays with Gerard Gibbert and Sports Talk Mississippi coming up on Friday just in Starkville. (laughs) They're just going to be in startful. And if you were in your living rooms last night, then maybe you also saw um, our Mississippi girl actually make it on Team Blake. Yay! I stayed up for it on The Voice. So I wanted to make sure that I caught her to see um, how it went down. And her name is Haley Green, as I mentioned yesterday. She's a sophomore at St. Martin High School, but she's also on the football team. Y'all, she's a real bad you-know-what. And she came out guns blazing, doing a wonderful job, And the and the intense moment which is i don't know how long they sing i think it's probably less than a minute probably feels like an hour to them for their audition and then the music starts to go down and you you have like the whole it's all the drama that's building because you have the coaches that are turned and they're up close in their face and you think they're going to push their buttons and carson daly who's the host is talking with a really excited family who's over there you know on pins and needles and that poor the poor person auditioning has to keep their composure Like, through every second that somebody doesn't turn. And it was down to, like, the last second. And then Blake hit his, um, you know, hit his button and turned around. And the relief on her, you know, obviously her face and her parents went crazy. I went nuts because I was like, man, she had the courage to come back for, you know, the second year. Uh, But she's 15 years old, so still young when it comes to um comes to being an artist a lot although if i'm not
3: mistaken on the voice they've had a few younger teenagers make
5: it pretty far
1: they have and even um i would say one i i keep up my favorite is the auditions on just about any of those type of shows just because to me it's the most well then you get down to the good ones and then who wants To watch all that, (laughs) who wants to watch good singers go up against each other?
3: Everybody just wants to watch the she bang she bang guy (laughs) from the the American Idol audition.
1: Well, they do a little better, I guess, on the Voice. That's where they took the different route of not bringing in people who were just atrocious to poke to be made fun of. Although, I guess if you sign the waivers and do all the things and choose to take your talent on the stage, then you know. Whatever happens, I guess you have to live with that. But, I mean, for the most part, you do feel sorry for those that don't get a chair term because they are all... They're putting themselves out there. Well, and they're all at least B pluses in terms of talent. I mean, not everyone's an A plus for sure, but there's no... They're all at that fails. level where
3: if you were at the honky tonk or at the sports bar or where the, the local watering hole mm-hmm. and they got karaoke going on the stage with the blinking color lights... And that one person gets up and starts, and everybody turns and look. Yeah. They're at that level or better if they're getting on the voice.
1: For sure. Absolutely. And so anyway, if you are interested... Then, and you do watch, then keep watching. I think there's going to be a few more episodes of the auditions. But Haley Green, she is from Mississippi, and she will be on Team Blake. So we will, I'll at least follow to see you know how she went. And if you've been watching the Food Network on Monday nights, you have the Halloween Baking Championship, which we had uh, Jackson native – Gilmero, Gilmero, I'm going to get it wrong, say it once. Guillermo. Guillermo. (laughs) Thank you. Remember him? I'll just never uh, forget him here on Good Things sharing with us that you can up your baking game, even if it's out of a box, whenever it says use uh, vanilla flavoring. To never use the imitation stuff, just spend a little bit of extra money and get like just the paste or whatever it may be. I haven't tried that trick yet, but it's it's one of those little things that's now just stuck in my head of something quick and simple that I can elevate my boxed cupcakes (laughs) or our um, baking to the next level. However, he's making it to the next level on the Food Network. There we go. So he has been in the bottom um, maybe once, but he's still alive and well on the show. I will... Fair transparency, have not watched it religiously um, like I I thought I could or should have would. Although you can go back and catch up if you've got I think it's the Discovery Plus app or whatever it may be. But um, one of our Super Talk uh, co-workers came into my office and asked me if I had been watching it. and I was like is this a test? No I hadn't. But she does. She said that they threw a wrench in it last night or Monday night. What night is it? It's Wednesday, so Monday night, and that a baker from Waveland, Mississippi, got brought back into the mix. They brought back, so she almost won this particular baking competition a year or so ago, and I don't mean, and so they just wanted to spice things up. So now she's in the contender of the Halloween Baking Championships.
3: I mean, you would expect to see a lot of quality representation from Mississippi, in cooking shows because if there's one thing that pretty much everyone is happy about when they come visit the Magnolia State is the food
1: absolutely so and I touched on this yesterday but I didn't give him justice so if you are a Food Network watcher Sunday set your DVR because I got the shows wrong gosh they like to celebrate Halloween and all the things so this is Halloween Wars (laughs) So it is still a competition, but it's not the baking championship, not to get them confused. But he is, they call him the Cake Goat, Alan, um, from uh, Water Valley, Mississippi. And he will be on coming up um, Sunday. And he started baking just a few years ago. His mom bought him a $35 baking kit and two cupcake pans. And the rest is sort of history. He just fell in love with it. He now has a cake decorating business and he has a dream of opening up his own cake studio one day. And I should have said this yesterday, Rhino, because it was your, was your birthday, but his, the cake goat's motto is every day is somebody's birthday, which is true. He says, so that means every morning I have the opportunity to help place a smile on someone's face and share their happiness. So I can get behind that. So that will be on Sunday. I'm exhausted of just all these Mississippians doing really cool things on television with their talents. And it's not not to take away from actors and actresses that come from Mississippi, but you guys get paid to do that. Like, that's what you wanted to do. These are individuals who just took their gifts and talents and, you know, they're amateurs and they're going out there. They're putting it all out on the line for, obviously, our entertainment and, you know, watching them sort of rise to the occasion, whether they win or they don't. You get up there and do that. You do not want to see me baking. I would be on the sh- on the show. Um,
3: if they had Halloween brownies, it. then maybe <laughs> I'm pretty good at brownies. That's about the best I can. My bake.
1: only Halloween baking hack. When you said brownies, made me think that you can replace. And this is such the dietitian in me. So it's probably not going to elevate your brownies to the level that using real vanilla will. But it will make you feel better about eating more. If you remove, you can take the oil out and replace the oil, the same amount of oil. So it says half a cup. You can use a half a cup of pumpkin puree. Don't don't knock it till you try it, and then just mix your brownies according to the rest of the recipe, and they don't have to be out of the box. You can totally wreck your own <laughs> recipe with this. <laughs> uh, but it takes the place it takes the place of the fat and it keeps your your brownies moist and it doesn't hurt that brownies are chocolate for the most part and so you can't really see the pumpkin and you honestly you can't taste them i've done this several years and i've even brought them into the studio and fed them to some of you know unloading you
3: know, experiment yeah, subjects
1: and nobody notices it. you can overcook them just like you can regular ones and they can be dry or you can you know get them under and sort of do the gooey but you just save yourself all the calories and the things that come with I'll give half you an,
3: a cup another of hack that goes with brownies you talked about using real vanilla yes well i don't know if they even make a swanky real almond extract thing i've never, i've seen the imitation or maybe that is the real stuff almond extract just a smidge in brownies
1: so not so it doesn't matter whether it's the imitation or not you just said almond. Right? i
3: i've just every time i've tried it with all all the different types i've used it's been good
1: just a smidge just so a smidge. what what does it change in its flavor
3: it just adds an extra level of nuttiness
1: hmm. do you like brownies that have like the little
3: i don't generally care for brownies with nuts I, I like the brownies with the reese's peanut butter chips in them those are the best
1: i bet those would be good with pumpkin Don't knock it to you. I know there I feel the eye rolls every time I say something like that because you feel stupid opening a can of pumpkin puree to make your brownies.
3: I'm just wondering if you could use sweet potatoes.
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's like something sweet with the the texture, but y'all know you've got a can or two of pumpkin puree in your pantry that you don't know what the bejesus to do with. That somehow gets left over after everything. It's been, it's been
3: handed down or passed around.
1: <laughs> yes, over and over. Go on, use it. Get your brownie mix. Give it a try. Let your kids have a little science project. You never know what might um, come of it. Speaking of science, we've got something cool you can get out and do with your family coming up next here on Good Things. Good Things.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Moving through your day, sunny skies and cooler, high near 78. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 54. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 53. And for your finally Friday, sunny conditions, high near 80 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
6: A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why D&S Diamonds and Jewelry is offering store-wide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas, or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. D&S Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, in front of JCPenney.
4: Dot com. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News.
0: A bill to suspend the debt ceiling has passed the U.S. House on a party-line vote. Congressman Michael Guest voted against the legislation.
5: Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party are tying the suspension of the debt limit to the continuing resolution which would keep the government funded. By the Democrats' decision to tie these two together,
0: this greatly increases the chance of a potential government shutdown. The bill moves to the Senate where it's expected Expected to receive significant Republican opposition. And the vaccination rate among Mississippi's African-American population is outpacing the national average. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs shared Tuesday that 40% of African-Americans in Mississippi are fully vaccinated. That's ahead of the national rate of 31%. Dr. Dobbs also noted that this has translated into a declining proportion of deaths among the African-American community. Stephen Gagliano, Talk Mississippi News.
1: and planning a Mississippi getaway, go ahead and go to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. And happy first day of autumn or fall, y'all. And the weather is fabulous across the state of Mississippi and I thought well what better way to kick off a new season by having something fun for you to do for your family so joining us today on good things is miss Nicole Smith she's with the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science and if you've been on the good things Facebook group today you'll see that I shared her little autumn leaves scavenger hunt and I thought well this is fun to get out and do so welcome Nicole hi Rebecca how are you okay first question what's the difference in fall and autumn can you use them interchangeably
8: you can use them completely interchangeably. If you have a lot of trees in your yard, you might be apt to say fall just because of the leaf fall. But um, but autumn is equally good.
1: <laughs> autumn is equally good and fall. Fall, y'all, just rolls off your tongue a little bit better, uh, Nicole. But you do see the change in the landscape. I mean, when you know it's truly fall or autumn, it's when you start getting those beautiful tones of gold or bronze. Or you just see the you know the trees slowly Letting go of their leaves, and it's just almost like a dance, and it's magical, and it's exciting. So now you have all of these leaves on the ground. So what inspired you to do this scavenger hunt?
8: Well, you know, working at a natural science museum, uh, we're blessed in that we have all this wonderful trail behind us, which is a great opportunity to get out and go hiking. And and since this is the first official day of fall, it is the autumn equinox, it's when the days become equal, the, the daytime and the nighttime are about equal number of hours, uh, you'll notice that the days are a little shorter, right? That, you know, you don't have as much daylight, and so that means overall things are a little cooler, and I like to get outside when it's a little bit cooler, Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm a lot more prone to enjoy myself if I'm not melting. My bones aren't melting hot. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) And, of course, I love trees. I have a fascination with trees. So um, I worked with a friend to kind of help this design. And uh, so all those lovely leaves are things that you can expect to find on our trails here specifically behind the museum, but also around the great state of Mississippi. And what better to do with a social distancing activity in the times of COVID? Get outside, go on the trails, and be with your family. So it's kind of a wonderful thing. Well, I
1: also thought this was such a great resource, timely too, Nicole, uh, for those that may be choosing to still homeschool their kids and looking for maybe a little science fun activity, or just those that may you know have kids at home on the weekend with nothing else better to do. I know many families are now getting deer camps ready and all of that and you got little ones running around outside, why not at least screenshot it? You don't have to print one off. And just see if you can locate all of these different trees. So you've got several here, so I won't make you go through all of them, Nicole. But what's maybe two or three that would be the most popular that we would find in our backyards in Mississippi?
8: Uh, All the ones actually on that list are pretty common. Uh, You can expect to find most of them. One of my favorites really has to be the... um, the tulip poplar, just because it has such a distinctive leaf shape, and it is such a beautiful yellow once its full color has come on. Right now, we're just starting to get the bit of color, and then as it, you know, the days get colder and shorter, uh, you're going to see a lot more color kind of rise up. Um, I also am a big fan of any sort of maple because maples tend to go... Um, Reds or yellows And I I don't know I love the red-yellows combination Those are my favorites
1: (laughs) They are beautiful And I think too We forget that we basically Have free fall decor In our backyards There's so many great um, Pinterest ideas That you can Especially if you get The big sycamore sort of leaves Or even the maple leaves Those that are just A little bit hardier Or those white oaks And you can make Your own little fall reef From right out of your backyard Or you can use them Around your home So don't just rake them up And burn them they can be they can be pretty pretty oh, things yeah. for the rest of the season,
8: and and the other another fun like crafting is I like to do with like my nieces is I would like get the leaves and I would put them between wax paper and then put a towel over that and then iron it and it would make like a little sun catcher and you can put that you know in your window and it looks like a little mini uh, mosaic stained glass you know it's just so pretty. Uh, You can hang that up. Uh, But also, and just straight up, it's worth knowing about leaves. You want to leave them on the ground because um, that's where your next generation of wildlife comes from. You know, your insect life uh, comes there, and that becomes winter bird food. And it's good for, you know, for your pollinators that come later, too. So you really want to... And this gives you an excuse not to rake your yard. And you could say, but I'm doing it for wildlife. I'm doing it for nature, you know. Don't let your neighbors get upset with you about that. You're doing it for all the right reasons, leaving your leaves there.
1: I (laughs) promise you, Nicole, if my husband is listening to good things, he is writing that down as a great excuse to get past not having to rake uh, the yard. And now he's got my full support. So he will be sending you a thank you card at some point uh, for that one. Um, I'm here to help him and I'm I'm there providing him support. (laughs) (laughs) You're also there providing families fun opportunities all the time at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. No matter where you're listening to good things, you've got so many good resources to download or screenshot or sort of just think through. But you also have a lot of other fun activities for those in central Mississippi. So what you got going on?
8: So we've uh, given some, you know, Very thoughtful consideration on how do you do things responsibly in the time of COVID. So a lot of our workshop stuff is outdoors or done, if it is done indoors, it's done in a socially distanced fashion. We do have mask recommendations in place, all that good stuff. But the one that's really going to be fun coming up is called the Build a Scarecrow Workshop. And this is going to be on October 2nd, and uh, myself and another one of our in-house educators is going to, if you sign up for the workshop, uh, and there are different fees, you can check our website out for that. Um, Per family or individual or business, we can have you build a scarecrow with us. We'll show you how. The scarecrows will be installed in our native scarecrow garden, native plant garden. And here's the cool thing. Once your scarecrow's up, people can vote on it for the one month that it's there from October 2nd until, you know, the end of that month. And whichever scarecrow gets the most votes has a chance to win a one-year family membership at the museum. Pretty cool.
1: Do you get to end Uh, up taking it? Whether you win or not, can you take your scarecrow
8: home after November? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, I want my scarecrow. <laughs> I know, right. Absolutely. I, I mean, and that'd be such a sweet little Thanksgiving decoration, too. You know, I mean, it's got some real charm to it. But not only is it like a fun thing to do with a family or, you know, I, I have a, a couple of businesses that have signed up for it as a team building activity. They're going to build their scarecrows. We're going to install them. Um, but... For that month that they're out and people can vote on it, it's also a night, let's just say you're visiting, and you didn't want to do the workshop, but you want to see the scarecrows when they're up. It's a social distance activity. You can go outside and stroll those native plant gardens, and it'll give you instructions while you're there of how to vote for it on our social media. And the ones with the most likes, will get this, this is a double whammy. Not only will the one scarecrow that gets the most likes become the one that is the winner for the membership, But by voting on it, let's say you go there and you vote on it, that enters you for a drawing for a one-year family membership. So not only does the person get a chance to win it, you know, the one who built the square crow could win it but a person who voted on it is entered for a drawing to win it, too. So there's two opportunities, either make a scarecrow or vote on a scarecrow, to get a one-year family membership.
1: Well, all good stuff there at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. Now, Nicole, you are my favorite bird nerd, and I know you take that respectfully. And Mm -hmm. with the fall coming in, that means my favorite birds are going to be leaving, and that's the hummingbirds. How many more weeks
8: do we have to feed our little friends? Well, actually... This is going to sound crazy, but you've got several. I, even though this is the hype of migration right now, um, migration continues. And keep in mind, there are different types of hummingbirds out there. There's the rufous, um, you know, the ruby-throat hummingbird that everybody knows about. There's the Anna's hummingbird. So there's a few different species out there. So they're going to be kind of traveling for, through different seasons. I actually keep my hummingbird feeder up almost year-round. Really? And, I do, and it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I'm going to get a lot of activity, but I know that sometimes that feeder can make the difference between a, a bird making it or not during migration. Um, you know, and and it's it's going to vary a bit. You know, uh, weather changes things. That big storm that hit uh, several weeks ago, that was all over the news uh it's definitely affected migration, but I think it gave them kind of a, a what do you call it, a tail breeze? Where they give you an extra breeze? It kind of a them in the Yeah, a tailwind. I had so many like extra hummingbirds in my yard just before the storm, and I think it must have given them a little kick. And so they were hitting it hard then, but I'm still seeing a lot now. And I expect to see a reasonable amount probably through at least early November.
1: All right, Nicole, the three things I'm taking away is my husband doesn't have to rake to get out, enjoy uh, the, the leaves in their natural habitat, to make sure we go to the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science website, sign up for our scarecrows or go vote for them, and leave my hummingbird feeder alone and leave it up and to feed the birds all year long. I always adore when you're own, Nicole, Nicole, so thank you so much.
8: Thank you, Rebecca. Come play with us. You should come to my workshop. It'll be good to see you.
1: I should. Maybe I will. But you guys stick with us. We got more good for you coming up next. Feel better faster.
5: Hop, hop. Monster Jackson is sacking the competition with an all-out savings blitz. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the savings we're offering on every new and pre-owned monster in stock. Get 0% financing for 36 months on all new monsters. That's 0% on every new monster in stock. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new monster purchase. There will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. So come in today, because we're blitzing the competition and saving you big. At of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody sings. Our own new state of VR facility is located at 5397 i Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222
4: today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With her will see you for details. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheese Steak Sandwich or Wrap. Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll
3: find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare, Feel better, faster.
6: This is the closing Agamarket market report. At the close, of the cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 84 to 90.87. March cotton was up 77 to 90.11. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were up eight and three quarters to 12.82 and three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up nine cents to 12.91 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was up eight and a half to 5.25 and a half per bushel. March corn was up eight cents to 5.33 per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up 75 to 128.55. February live cattle was up 122 to 132.70. November feeders up 127 to 158.22. January feeders up 115 to 158.97. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 431 points, 34,351. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network.
7: Where has the Pioneer Audio Tour taken me today? I'll give you a hint. In my left hand, I'm holding a clump of soil. And its color? Red. I'm at Pioneer's R&D Center in Union City, Tennessee. It's the middle of July, and it's 98 degrees. I'm here to talk about the corn revolution, Pioneer's advances in genetics, breeding, technology, and testing. Now, normally when you think of corn, you think Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Nebraska, Kansas, the usual suspects. But Pioneer knows red dirt as well as black, with research centers, test plots, breeders, and agronomists outside what we traditionally think of as the Corn Belt. This way, Pioneer can develop local products for local farms wherever they are. The R&D Center in Union City, Tennessee, another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you.
5: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And Rhino and I got a little more of a happy today from one of our Good Things listeners, Jeff from Oxford, who is a long-term friend of the show. Recently went on vacation, remembered a conversation that we had here on Good Things back on August the 4th. I just appreciate that you remember the date that we were talking about the fact that a Bucky's is coming to Mississippi or maybe it's already come to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I know it's in the works. It's supposed to be, I think, the largest one ever. You guys freaked out that Rhino and I had never been to a Bucky's and apparently we were missing out. So there's one in Texas. Jeff swung through on his way back uh, to Mississippi, grabbed some beaver nuggets, which are their best selling item. And a keychain for Rhino, and sent them, smelled um, them into us. So we have had such a good time, finally getting to taste the Bucky's experience without actually having um, having to go. And so whether you like them or not, you can't stop eating them. I'll just put it sort of that way. So I get why they can't be recreated anywhere else, and you have to go to Bucky's to sort of get this weirdly, you know snack that you just can't stop munching on
3: yeah it's it's unique in all kinds of different ways it's like if corn pops and cheese puffs and <laughs> had a <baby>. caramel corn <laughs> all had a baby
1: oh uh, that that's a good way to sort of uh to sort of put it so i get why everyone sort of enjoys it so we'll have to make sure we make a trip to bucky's too i want to see i want to see the experience not just taste it but but Jeff, we consider you a good friend here on Good Things, so thank you so much for uh, for thinking of us and tuning in each day. But today's one of um, a special day for Rhino and for me. For me, it's Hobbit Day, September the 22nd. I was like, wow, there's a day for us hobbits out there. Um, <laughs> you know my love for Lord of the Rings. And then you shared one day late, but today is...
3: Yeah, they, they didn't ask me when they were creating this back in 2010, but... Today, September 22nd, every year, is World Rhino Day.
1: Wow.
3: Hoping to raise awareness of the plight of endangered rhinos. And I actually tweeted out a little graphic earlier today, if you want to follow me, at Rhino Rants. Since 2019, zero rhinoceroses have been poached in Kenya, thanks to the efforts of the rangers from the wildlife association down there
1: that's pretty cool that's pretty impressive and yeah and whether you know your heart bleeds for that kind of stuff or not i mean it's not cool to take any life well or the, just the, the poaching of, of
3: rhinos generally comes because of their horns people want to take their horns and use them for medicinal purposes but a rhino horn has the same exact stuff in it that your fingernails do it's keratin so it doesn't have any medicinal value unless you're also willing to eat your fingernails to get the same result.
1: Which, you know, your mother always told you to stop doing that. It's not attractive, and it can lead to, I think, ringworms it's is one thing that I think was always sort of told. Whether that's true or not, it scares you away from sort of doing that. But pretty cool. So it's Rhino Day. Well, I don't think there's been any hobbits that have been poached since (laughs) since the Lord of the Rings and I've read through and I can't figure out why September the 22nd is connected to Bilbo or Frodo or the rest of the gang there at the Shire but for whatever reason the Lord of the Rings fans decided that September the 22nd would be Hobbit Day and so they give you Ways that you can celebrate today, which would be like dressed like a hobbit. Can you imagine? I would just really appreciate to like walk in <clears throat> or get gas or do whatever you normally do on the September the 22nd and then just see a grown man get out dressed like Frodo, feet and all, just going in.
3: Pay. The only thing I could figure out is that uh, The Hobbit, the, the book, The Hobbit There and Back mm-hmm. Again, was published on September 21st, 1937.
1: Right. So still, who cares? It's Hobbit Day. It's fun. I hopefully, if you get home, they'll catch some of the trilogies on one of the TV shows. Of course, you'll you'll know. I'll stop and sort of watch that. Um, but fun—it's at least a fun day to think about being. I would love to go to the Shire and have some cake and tea, and see the fireworks and such.
3: Yeah, as long as Gandalf stops by, yeah. he's the one that does the fireworks.
1: Oh, well, yes, we'll add him to the party too. And a rhino, why not? it's good things there's
3: more of them this year than there were last year so it's yeah. a good thing Which is
1: something to celebrate and if you want more of good things you can definitely get that we uh, never stop talking over on the good things Facebook group we would love to have you there you can always catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to your favorite podcast just make sure you subscribe don't forget too, to check us out on YouTube that super talks YouTube but there is a playlist for good things and Rano is racking it there with his clips of the day but we appreciate you for chiming in today stick with us you got plenty more coming up next here on super talk you got sports talk mississippi from three to six but rhino and i will be back tomorrow or maybe not i think he's taking a few days off doesn't matter we'll be back tomorrow at two until then i hope you all find time for the good things
8: good things, for you. Good
5: things for you.